There's not one guy, one person in the history of this program that's bigger than the program. What's better than this? Guys being dudes. Who? What's up and welcome into week five of the program roundup. I'm Patrick Hertzberger. Joined with me is Mason Prince and Mark Hall. As always, we are sponsored by our friends at the Fan Stop. Go to the link in the description right now to get 15% off your first three months of their shirt of the month club. They have over 50 schools to choose from. Your school is most likely there. Or go get your game day uh, polo for 15% off as well. And while you guys are checking out their link, go ahead and like and subscribe to the program, guys, podcast. We are dropping this every single week. The program roundup talking about all different college football games across the country, as well as specific Oklahoma Sooner podcasts as well. Guys, week five thoughts, Mark. Just overall. Man, really fun week of ball. I I can't stop like I can't quit Caleb Williams. Yeah. He's I quit. He's so incredibly good, man. He's the past, I think it was his second, I think it was in the second quarter, but it was like his fourth touchdown pass, because that's how Caleb operates, where he's like off platform running to his left and gets the ball streaking downfield. You shouldn't be able to humanly do that. That doesn't look right. And he just makes it happen. And of course, that game ends up so close in the end because that coaching staff is unable to put a team away. But if it means more Caleb Williams circus plays, I'm for it. I don't care. I think Oregon's going to whoop their ass. But that's just it, it, let's keep seeing Caleb do fun stuff. We've never seen this before. Mm-hmm. Mason, overall thoughts from week five? The reports of Alabama's death were greatly exaggerated. Ole Miss, a good win against a still trying to figure out who the hell they are LSU team. Um, Georgia in a dogfight to to Auburn on the road. That's a rivalry game that we knew was going to be tough for Georgia. And uh, then, yeah, I I think I think uh, Coach Prime surprised me. With with that game and that showing, um, I expected USC to go in there and roll, and uh, Colorado kept it kept it close, kept it a game. So really, really good week for Colorado, I think, even through a loss. Yeah, absolutely. Let's start with the Pac-12 in that Colorado game. Colorado losing to USC in Boulder, forty-eight to forty-one. CU scoring twenty unanswered points in the second half. Crazy. Oregon State beats Utah twenty-one to seven. Finally, Cam Rising not being able to play for utah has has led to one of their losses or their first loss and then oregon beats stanford 42 to 6 and continues to look dominant what do you guys think about any of those games i think it's oregon's conference to lose at this point um i think i think they're far and away the favorite and they should be this is who usc is we we've known this we've seen this we like and that's i'm not i'm not taking any shots or anything but this is who USC is, and this is who they're going to be. They're not going to stop anybody on defense, and they're going to score close to 50 points. So if you want to beat them, you're either going to have to slow them down offensively or keep pace with them offensively. And that's why they win games, because not a lot of teams can keep pace with them offensively. Colorado had a great showing, like I said, and they're going to be a problem in about a year or two years, but they're just they don't have the horses yet to get there, but they will. 
but they will. I don't want to forget about the Washington Huskies in this conversation because Michael Penix is a real Heisman candidate. That's he a is. top 10 team. That's they win 31 to 24 against Arizona. Hey, you're in Arizona. It's still a thousand degrees down there, man. They're not used to that. Good, good win going into a weird environment and coming out on top. They're the highest ranked Pac-12 team right now, as I see it. And while I agree with you that Oregon has, I mean, they look, they have looked very good. They've looked every bit the part. Mm. Don't forget the Huskies. Don't forget the Huskies. It definitely looks like it's between the Oregon Oregon and the Huskies and then USC as a maybe a close third after that. Just some quick stats, though, if you are a USC believer. Here are Colorado rushing stats this year. 55 yards against TCU, 58 yards against Nebraska, 70 yards against Colorado State, 40 yards against Oregon, but 193 yards against USC. This is such a great stat pool, Cat or Pat. Yeah, yeah it is. It's... It's just, it's who they are. It's who Alex Grinch is as a defensive coordinator, man. Like anyone who is shocked by USC's defensive output just has not been watching USC football for the past two years. It's, or I'm sorry, year and five games. This is, this is who they are. This is it. And they're not going to change. If you're a USC fan and you're holding out hope, this is going to change. I can promise you it's not. From experience. We have unique experience. <laughs> it will not change. It's not going to happen. This is who you are. They recruit for that funky Alex Grinch defense and then have a bunch of small bodies that get run all over by a hodgepodge Colorado roster that hasn't run on anyone. Yeah. That's unfortunate, man. That's a tough one. Yeah, I mean, if I'm Lincoln Rally, you have to let Alex Grinch go. You just, you have to. You're not going to win a national championship if you don't. You're not going to be well, good in the Big Ten if you don't. He has so uniquely tied himself to him, though, it's because so the because of the way you recruit for that, like, he's putting 230-pound dudes at defensive end, and no defensive coordinator is going to come in and be like, yeah, I can make that guy work. Uh, we can do that. Let's go to Michigan with that. Yeah, Once again, rough. unique experience. We know yeah. from experience. We know from experience. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right, let's get into the ACC games. But before we do, Mark, could you tell us a little bit more about our sponsor, The Fan Stop? Heck yeah, I can. Oh, my God. You guys need to go to thefanstop.com and check out their college game day shirt of the month club. It is as good as it gets. You get a shirt every month delivered to your door with a cool, stylish design of your favorite team there's like 50 on the website pat so uh, odds are very good if you're listening to this podcast you're a fan of one of those schools so go check out all their options you can also get their game day polos these feel great they look great and here's a little bonus for you guys if you use our code p guys that's p-g-u-y-z p-g-u-y-z you'll get 15 percent off your first three months or 15% off one of those game day polos. That's, come on, you can't do any better than that. So make Stealing. sure you run over to the FanStop, fanstop.com, and uh, use our code, P-G-U-Y-Z, and uh, 
get yourself looking good. Get yourself on the list. Looking sharp. Officially licensed looking good, too. Officially licensed. Oh, gosh. I didn't even say. These are all officially licensed. This is not no Etsy crap. No. <laughs> this is not Etsy. This, hey, this is not Etsy. All right, let's go ahead and start talking about the ACC. Notre Dame beating Duke in the last drive, 21 to 14, and Clemson beating Syracuse, 31 to 14. Those were kind of like the biggest highlighted games of the week for the ACC. What do you guys think? Yeah, uh, tough tough loss for Duke at home. It was, you know, college game day was there. They were trying to hype it up, and it was it was a good game for sure. Notre Dame just is the better team, and that's that's that. Notre Dame needed that win real bad too. They they had to win that game. Duke didn't necessarily need to, but Notre Dame had to, man, um, just for optics' sake, and uh, and they did. Sam Hartman. Is like if a lion became a man. And it worked once again. But only by the skin of his teeth. Uh, it's it's two weeks in a row that a Notre Dame game comes down to the wire. And uh, if you're Marcus Freeman, is that good experience? Or is that we are not able to put games away? That's you, There's a little bit of both in there. And whatever comes out later in the season, we'll know. I want to hit on, amazingly, the one year Clemson's able to just take care of business playing against Syracuse <laughs> is this year. Yeah. Is this year when Clemson is this version of Clemson. You got Cade Klubnik throwing to 18 white dudes, and uh, now they know how to beat Syracuse. It's so funny to me. It's it's hysterical. I, I don't think it was a uh, good showing. Oh, go ahead, Mark. Oh, just real fast. I have been, you guys know me, Atlanta guy, Georgia Tech fan. I've been very into the Brent Key direction so far of that program, and they got whooped yeah, up did. and down the field against Bowling Green. That's tough. That's a, That's tough, a tough, tough look. Tough, tough look. Not ahead, ideal. Matt. I don't think Notre Dame did enough. Winning in the last drive against Duke when you're supposed to be that dominant playoff hopeful team, that wasn't enough. Even if you went out, you don't have a chance. You don't have a shot in the college football playoffs this year. Like of making it or of of making winning. It. Yeah, they don't have a shot of making. Yeah, it. they do. If they win they out, do. dude. You so. look at their schedule. Their schedule's they, bonkers, man. They still got That's the USC. They still got the USC game, and if USC keeps winning, like they're somewhat expected to, then it could. That that's a that's a resume booster at the end of the year. I don't know who else is on their on their schedule off the top of my head. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Notre Dame just doesn't pass the eye look, whatever they call it. What do they call it? Eye test. The eye the test. test. Oh, the, the eye best. test. Well, maybe they do because they do have Sam Hartman and everyone does want test. to watch. Yeah. <laughs> it <Mark goes>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's good. All right. Anything else on the ACC report? We move on to the Big Ten. All right, some Big Ten games this week. Penn State beating Northwestern 41-13, to letting Northwestern hang in there for a while before pulling away. And then Michigan beating Nebraska 45-7. to Michigan continues to look dominant. I am of the opinion right now that those are the best two teams in the Big Ten, Penn State and Michigan. I think Ohio State is ranked 
above, but I am just, I really do think that these two are the best in the conference. The quarterback do- situations here are proven. I had Drew Allard's proven to me. I'm at, at that. I'm good with him. Kyle McCord. I'm not so good with. Yeah. Michigan's the real deal. And Penn State's defense will take them as far as they can go, as long as they can at least put a little scoring output in there. Yep. Mason. Mason. Yep. Patrick, can I get a breaking news alert? Yeah, breaking news alert. Pew, pew, pew. Mason, you just got Drew Holiday. Wow. On the Celtics. Wow. Robert Williams, Malcolm Brogdon, a first and a first. Robert Williams, I love Robert Williams. Gone, baby. He gone. Okay. All Drew right. Holiday. Uh, okay. Dang it. All right. Back to college. Football. All right. Sorry. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> tune into tune into the program guys podcast later on this week to, uh, to for hear the rest full, of Mason's thoughts. Yeah. For the rest of my thoughts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, the, the big 10, I think Penn state is, I think Penn state's really good. And I think to your point, Mark, I do think they're the second best team in that conference. Ohio state is good. I'm not saying Ohio state's not good. I think they're a very talented team and you can never count Ohio state out of anything ever. But Michigan looks really good, man. They just look really, really good. And they deserve every bit of the second ranked team in the country. I might even I might even put them one. I might even put them one. Because uh, yeah, we'll get to, we'll get we'll get to the SEC in a little bit, yeah. but there's a whole lot of question marks surrounding a lot of those SEC teams. So I I think Michigan is arguably the best team in the country right now. Cool. Yeah. Uh, again, Penn State allowed Northwestern to hang around. That game went into ten ten at halftime. Yeah, so, Penn State's Penn State's that. known to do that. In my uh, experience with my with my friend friend of the program, Luke Ketrick, they they tend to mess around when they shouldn't be messing around. Makes sense. Anything else on the Big Ten before we head into some SEC best conference? Maybe the best conference. Maybe the best conference. Anything else <laughs> in the Big Ten now? Nah. Okay, cool. Nah, nothing for me. Georgia goes into Auburn and pulls out a win uh, after after being down. They they went twenty seven to twenty. LSU loses to Ole Miss fifty five forty nine, and Alabama beats Mississippi State forty to seventeen. Thoughts on those games, guys? It's a good thing for Georgia. That's my zag. Is Mm. that's a good thing for Georgia? Carson Beck needs an experience like that. Auburn is his first real away SEC game. And and you go in 23-33 for 313 and a tutty. That's not that bad. For a sophomore starting his first, like I said, in that crazy environment, good game out of him. Good for Georgia. They just keep on rolling, man. If uh, I can get behind, maybe Michigan should be one. But I can also understand someone who tells us we're crazy for that because Georgia's mm-hmm. still Georgia. You know, yeah, Georgia, 16 and a half point favorites in that game and only win by seven. So wow. good, good display by Auburn as well. Alabama wins 40 to 17 on the road. They now have Texas A&M, Arkansas, Tennessee at home. Like they're Alabama is playing in Tuscaloosa. Yeah. They have LSU in Tuscaloosa. They're at Kentucky home against Chattanooga and then at Auburn to end of the, end the season. I don't think Alabama's losing another game and the SEC West they're going to they're going to represent the SEC West in the SEC Championship game 
and they might win it. I I think the death of Alabama, like I said, is has been greatly exaggerated. I think they still got a lot of damn dudes on that team. And if their quarterback can just figure out how to be a game manager, that defense will keep them in any game that they play in. So I'm uh I'm I'm on that I'm on the Alabama train and I'm gonna stay on it until until the wheels fall off. We could have a real throwback like Alabama Jalen Hurts kind of thing with the the Jalen Milrow experience if they get that offense right. And yesterday was a very good sign that that Tommy Reese has started to cook with some fire. Yep. Yeah, to Mason's point of Alabama getting to the SEC championship, odds are good. I mean, I think they go into A&M, which may be a tough game if you're an A&M believer. This podcast isn't. But their hardest other games are in Tuscaloosa this year. So they should they should get into the SEC championship. A little uh, a little Mark don't die. Mark dropped his uh, his Georgia Tech take and I need to drop my Arkansas take. Oh, boy. Oh, man. It's just it's tough. We'll pig poopy, dude. They're like one. I think I saw they're one in 11 now against A&M since they've joined the SEC. That's not good. And Sam Pittman is struggling. And I don't know why they're struggling because their roster is good enough to compete. KJ Jefferson's a good quarterback. You you had LSU last week, and we've seen LSU. LSU is not that good. They, they, just, they just lost last night to Ole Miss. And Ole Miss isn't that great. I it's I don't. I don't like what's going on in Fayetteville right now, and I know for a fact people who are diehard Hog fans don't like what's happening in Fayetteville right now either. Sam Pittman has got to start winning some games because he's going to be jobless at the end of the year if he doesn't. What? How long is this for Pittman? Is this year three? This is year four, I believe. This oh, is year four. Yeah. yeah. Uh, got to get that production on the field, at least against the A&Ms of the world. I know. You know, if you're not beating Bama, that's that's the game. Sometimes we're gonna yeah. Oklahoma will lose to Bama at times. Yeah, and, that, and yeah, of, for sure. You got to be better than one in eleven. Uh-huh. You know, you got to be better than one in eleven. Yeah, Patrick, what were you gonna say? No, I was just saying that the Aggies did look good in that game, though. Max Johnson, their second string quarterback, came in, played well. LC transfer guy. He and because Connor Wegman's out for the rest of the year, right? So he's and the I, starter. Yeah, and I don't think they're dropping off. They're not dropping off as like a lot of teams would from a first string quarterback to a second string quarterback. I think Max Johnson may be just as good. People are saying Mason Prince called the Brian Kelly fall from a mile away. People are saying the streets are saying, um, I got a few calls about it. Yeah. I, I don't know what to tell you. I've already told you LSU in the Brian Kelly experiment is not going to work. It's just not. And if you're an LSU fan, I apologize because I'm not trying to come down on you, but for all the reasons we've mentioned for all the weeks that we've done this, it's just, it's not a fit. It's not a fit and it's not going to be a fit. It's wrong. It's a good win for Ole Miss. Good win for Ole Miss. Yeah. Good win for Lane. Very good win for Ole Miss. Jackson fart. Can't believe we typed that here. Uh, I think it's just a typo. Yeah. It's so funny to me. I kept it. 26, 
26 to 39, 389, and four touchdowns. That's a Lane Kiffin guy, man. Yep. He, he likes it. 100%. Yeah. Anything else in the SEC before we move to the Big 12? All right. Remember to go. Oh, anything, Mark? You're thinking no, about it. I don't think it. I was thinking. No, yeah, I'm thinking right. about it. But no. Remember to go to our fans, thefanstop.com link. Use our promo code PEGUYZ for 15% off their shirt of the month club or 15% off their uh, game day polos as well. Go to it right now and also hit the subscribe button if you like the content that we're showing out today. Mm. All right. Big 12. Oklahoma beats Iowa State dominantly. 50 to 20 Baylor comes back against UCF. A lot of fun, a huge, a really fun game to watch Baylor beating UCF 36 to 35 Texas beating Kansas 40 to 14 uh, guys. What are your thoughts on those games? The tough, tough loss for UCF. Very, very tough loss. I mean, you were, you were arguably coming into this game as the third favorite to win the big 12 behind Oklahoma and Texas. And man, that's just that's a hard loss because you still have the game against Oklahoma in in Norman that is going to be tough, whether you think it is or not. And then I thought I thought Kansas had a really good showing, and it just Jalen Daniels is out, right? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's I mean, why. it's just yeah. it sucks, man. Because I really think Kansas is a good football team. I I really do, and I think if if they go in there healthy, they give they give Texas all they want, all they want. And, it, it be, and the funny thing is, man, Jason Bean's not bad. No, we played him last or Oklahoma played him last year, and uh, kid can kid can actually play. He, I'm surprised he doesn't transfer, honestly, yeah. because he should be getting reps somewhere. But I mean, this is this is Texas, and Texas is real this year, mm-hmm. so it. Jason Bean's not going to make that happen. What do you guys think about the Lance Leopold to Michigan State talk? If Ooh. I if I was Kansas, I would dirty talk Michigan State, like say how how much of a dumpster fire they are right now, and how you don't want to be part of that. Oh, and also here's ten million more dollars. There it is. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I. I you if you're Kansas, this is the first time you have a pulse in your football program in 20 years. You Mark Mangino. Yeah. You have to keep to keep this guy around. You yeah. whatever, whatever it takes. What you have the money. We all know you do. You're you, spending it all on you just spend it all on basketball. Yeah. Like spread it out you, a little bit. Yeah. You have you have to keep Lance Leipold in Lawrence. You have to. They definitely have the opportunity. Because be, I'm so sorry, Patrick, but no, to, to, I'm on my I'm on my Kansas pedestal yeah. here. But oh, you and Texas are leaving, and we don't know in the Big Twelve who's going to be any good. Right. You yeah. have the opportunity to run that conference. You have to Everyone capitalize. Does. Yeah, you Everyone have to capitalize. Is. It's strike, wide open. Strike while the iron's hot, and this is the time. This is it. I love rock chalk prints. I know. I'm. I'm. Rock chalk I, I feel like I'm just. I'm. Where's my blue and my red? Okay. <laughs> Sorry. There you go. <laughs> yeah, but no, I was going to say they have the opportunity to to be a top four program in the Big Twelve consistently with the new shape of the Big Twelve, and sure. they need to ca- capitalize on Lance being there to do so. For sure. Next week's going to be fun for OU Texas. 
Yep. Speaking of Texas, here are the quarterbacks that they played this year. Three-time transfer JT Daniels. Bama's worst quarterback in 15 years. Wyoming's backup quarterback. Baylor's backup quarterback. Kansas's backup quarterback. I, yeah, they should be 5-0. and up. You know who's they got a starter next week? Yeah, they've got a starter coming their way next week with Dylan Gables. Yeah. Uh, a guy who uh, a guy who not only is a starter has a lot of starts, yeah. a lot of them. He's starts. played a good bit of ball. Yeah, played and could and and what, couldn't problem. play against you last year. Couldn't. Yeah, didn't play. Didn't. Couldn't play. And you didn't. Got the, you got the. You got beveled. You got all the way. Taken out. Bro, remember when Braden Willis took wildcat snaps and we were like, this is what we got to do. Yeah. The whole game? Amazing. (laughs) You remember the first time they did it? And it was like, oh, this is this is sick. I love it. We're driving (laughs) down the field. And then the second drive, they line up in it again. And everyone's like, hold on. Wait, this is the thing. Is this this is the game plan? Okay, so <laughs> oh my gosh, that was tough for us. <laughs> that was tough. Next week, was, next week's gonna tough. be fun. Yeah, it'll be a good time. Yeah, uh, I don't know if I mentioned this, but UCF uh, against Baylor, Baylor won or scored twenty three points in the fourth quarter to win that game. I don't get how football basically just doesn't exist for three quarters, and then yeah, right is. Uh, like a mad dash to the end in the fourth. I wish Ryan was here because Baylor needed that win real bad. And shout out, shout out to them. Yeah, that was that was a great win for them. Great comeback yeah. as well. Anything else from the Big Twelve? Let me also be clear. I don't think Baylor's any good, but I think they needed that win. So yeah, there's that. That's all I have. Cool. I got All right. Thing. Then let's get out of here. Remember, go to thefanstop.com. Use our promo code PGUYZ for 15% off your first three months of their Share of the Month Club or 15% off their game day polos. They have over 50 schools. They're officially licensed and they are awesome. All right, guys, that does it. Mason, take us out. Keep pushing it, baby. Three, two, one. Go!